Welcome. This is the Fly Fishing Journeys podcast with host Rob Giannino, where we have great conversation with really awesome experts from within the fly fishing community. You see, the fly fishing lifestyle is a journey, and we're glad you're on this journey with us. Check out flyfishingjourneys.com for more podcasts, and please subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Here's your host, Rob Giannino. Hey, what's up, guys? Hold on one sec. I'm jamming out to Will Dorado. There's one life, but if I get ever twice, well, I hope to. These guys are killer. I love these hits right here. Meet you once again. Yeah, meet you over and over. Well, as you can see, we have a bit of a different podcast today. I heard the guys from the band Will Dorado dug fly fishing, so I was invited to their local show when they came through Boston, and we sat down backstage and chatted up about life on the road, their fly fishing experiences, and their climb up the alt-rock charts. Their recorded stuff is super cool, and the energy and sound of the live stuff was incredible. Stay tuned. Have you downloaded the Fly Fishing Journeys app? You can find it on the App Store or the Google Play Store. Just search Fly Fishing Journeys. Thanks for listening. I love hearing all the comments about people digging into the podcast and diving into the catalog and listening all the way through. That's so cool. Thank you. I want to thank our sponsors, Norvice, Bissell Insurance, and The Fly Fishing Show. We couldn't do what we do without them, so thanks for supporting these fine companies. Well, guys, we have a special treat for you today. We have Will Dorado, an incredibly accomplished indie band traveling the country. They hit the stop here in Boston, invited me out for a podcast. Uh, we are with Max Rayner and Tyler Wimpy of Will Dorado. There's a couple of the band members, but guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, we'd love it. Thanks for having us, man. We love this stuff. On this tour, guys, this is a little different for our audience. You know, mostly hardcore fly fishermen here. You guys love to fly fish too, but we're going to do a little bit of a musical rendition of the podcast. Is that cool? Yes, sir. Let's do it. I love it because we do want to talk about a few of your songs. I want to kind of blend in some of the lyrics. I want to blend in some of the tunes and kind of make it kind of this ebb and flow of fly fishing and being in a band and and actually want to dig into some of your tunes because I actually, they're pretty cool. I, I heard about this through your publisher. She reached out and said, hey, these guys like to fly fish. They're coming through Boston. Maybe have them on your pod. I said, I'd love to. So guess what I started to do? Listen. I had to dig into the the Spotify, right? I had to dig into Spotify. Did you go from the top song? Did you start with the top or did you find an album and go? For me, it's always like when you dig into Spotify, there's like those two or three that they recommend. Oh, yeah. Kind of like when you go to IMDB, like what they're known for type of thing. And Max, I got to get that elephant out of the room early because... Let's hear it. Because as soon as I put it on, I was like 15 seconds into my first song. I said, these guys sound like my favorite band. Who's that? Switchfoot. No way. <laughs> we have never, never heard that. It, are they an influence? I, um, John John Foreman, Switchfoot? I mean, I, I definitely listened when I was younger. Yeah, we grew up in, a, in you know small Bible Belt towns, and they were like the one of those bands that they were religious, yeah. but secular. And yeah, so, like a yeah, crossover I mean, band. Yeah. Our parents were like, hey, you can listen, you should to, listen to this. You should listen to Switchfoot. They, they allowed Switchfoot. But funny enough, they're down in San Diego, and we've had this really great 
guy named Mason Minari who works really closely with them. who's come and shot us a few times. But so we're like strangely yeah, they, one separation one degree away from meeting those guys. Mr. Foreman. Cool. But that's interesting. I love, you know, what's funny about that is you're just fresh years coming with your opinion and your first take is that. That's yeah. cool. Connect you to something back I, in the day. Head right. One of the songs is is on alternative radio right now, and it was supposed to be played at, at one of the stations in L.A., and I was sent to listen until it came on. And sure enough, it was, uh, I think it was Dare You to Move. Dare You to on. Move. And then yeah. Dare You to Move. And then Head Right came on afterwards. I was like, oh, this is a great combo. What's the one with the... Yeah, I, I know it. I should know it. I should... Well, in, anyways, yeah. that's a great... Yeah, I would never say... I'm not offended by that good. comparison. Oh, yeah. Good, I'm glad because your your music is totally unique and totally original. But I hear some influences in there somewhere. So it's inter- interesting that you guys actually have that down yeah. deep somewhere. Deep. I'm psyched to listen to you guys tonight. Thank you for yeah, inviting you. me to your concert, yeah, and I'm so pumped that you're in Boston. And uh, you know, one of the things I-, I learned about your music pretty early on is listening to your tunes, guys. It's like there's not a far stretch from like digging along like get the head moving pretty quick and for me it's like i have to put a playlist or if like growing up listening to aerosmith you'd have to listen to that toys in the attic like seven times i mean you get like walk this way pretty Mm -hmm. fast right but to get to the you know the b-sides and to get deep into the album you almost have to listen to it like 20 times till Mm -hmm. you start digging it your tunes you can dig along like almost like the second or third listen through the song that's oh, really, man, that's, that's cool. nice. Yeah, thanks. That's a cool thing to say. Yeah, it is. So it's definitely going to be part of my uh, my playlist. So Man, yeah. well, we love it. We'll be friends forever then. <laughs> like. I got to do a set list. You know, you do these set list things now. So I want to compare like how you listen to music now to how you listen to music when I was growing up into like the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. I mean, you went to a concert. You went to see Pink Floyd or Roger Waters or Stevie Ray Vaughan. You had no idea what Stevie was going to play, right? I mean, he could play his whole, you know, his whole album set. But now I can come and I, I probably have a pretty good idea of the songs that you guys are going to play because you can just go on set list. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know a band... You can kind of dig along with them because you can listen. You know, you can make a Spotify playlist from their set list over the. Do you guys keep to the same set, or do you, or how does that work? I mean, because you get to practice, right? You got to get it all tight. Yeah, we keep to the same set. I think. I think some of there's some artistry wrapped in that where people kind of fly by the seam of their pants. Is that the line? Yeah. But I think for us, there's there's just this comfort in knowing the way that the songs are going to fold out, and then we also yeah. like setting up the set because. You're basically setting the mood of the whole night that way. So you're kind of aligning a bunch of songs the same way you would a record. Okay. If that makes sense. Yep. It's just kind of a sequence. Uh, we like to make sure that it has a nice ebb and flow to it. Like it flows like maybe the rock. or Yeah, maybe as like opposed the- to kind of thinking, well, it would be fun to play now. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to take a short commercial break to hear from Tim O'Neill of Norvice. What makes the Norvice different than another system? There are a lot of rotary fly tying vices out there. The Norvice is the only vice that will truly spin when you tie flies. And there's a big difference between rotating a vice slowly and spinning it at a bit of a faster RPM. And being able to spin the hook on a zero-axis rotations opens up a lot of doors for us in the world of fly tying. Tell me about the introduction of colors to the Norvi system. When we obtained the company from Norm, he said to me just a very, very short statement. He said, you know, I always thought a colored Norvice would be a cool item. We brought out five colors, radical red, sunset orange, shamrock green, liberty blue, and royal purple. We have five colors along with the black that you're accustomed to seeing with Norvice, and we've been doing very well with those. To find more information in their online store, visit nor-vice.com. 
indiemusic.com. What is indie music? I mean, it's such a buzz term. Such they, a broad. Yeah, they yeah. call you guys indie music. My my interpretation, and it's not the right one, but indie music is it's like an independent. Yeah, I mean, it used like, to be when people were paying for their own stuff, right? Yeah, and then it somehow right. became a genre. A genre. A genre. Yeah. A genre. I would say we're more in the alternative rock. That, oh, yep. I think that, that fits umbrella nice. fits better. It feels like you can you can determine how indie a band is by how much reverb they have. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, you know I've been watching your Instagram too, and it's like sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. I I actually went back today and looked at some of your early posts of when you guys released the whole concert tour, and I think the only one that sold out in the first one I could find was like Chicago. Chicago, yeah. See, yeah. Went quick. And then all of a sudden, like I look today and like there's lines through everything. I mean, I think you might be able to find like two tickets down the road somewhere. Yeah, four but, shows left. Salt Lake, you need to go. I'm sure you've been to Salt Lake. You're a fish yep. around there. Yep. You got to get some of those buddies. That's one of the, what's one of the ones that's yet to sell? Salt okay, Lake Salt City. Lake. Yeah, we'll post that out there. Yeah, that'd be cool. All the guys out there in the Provo could come check you yeah. out. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, you pretty much sold out all along. It's pretty awesome. It's grateful, man. It's because you, it's it's either that way or it's not. <laughs> we got to eat. Man's got to eat, right? You got to mm-hmm. work for a living here. So, well, and we've gone out and like played to seventeen people, and we have a good time with each other. But right, you know, when you're doing that night after night, it gets draining. Yeah. So to go to every show knowing that it sold out, it's just. Yep. It already starts off on a good note. How did you guys connect? Like, what what brought the band together? You're originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Is that right? Both of you? Or how, how did you guys join up as a band? I'm from the Dallas area. Okay. We met in college down, mm-hmm. in, down in Waco. Waco, okay. Yeah. What school? Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. Baylor University. They're killing it these days in sports. Like, yeah. Yeah, it kind of started when we went there. That's I think true. we had something to do with it. We got there, and then Robert Griffin came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people kind of started forgetting about the whole got his head cut off thing on yeah. the basketball team, and oh, they yeah. started getting better, and it just got better and better and better. Yeah. We lucked out because there were some bad, bad years. Bad, bad sport year. years right. at Baylor. You guys met up in college, you just like just buddies, everyone jamming the scene, they decide to get together. How did that work out? I mean, the quick way is uh, we were always acquaintances and friends and saw each other places, and then we kind of did a half victory lap each and became much closer friends once all our other friends left. Yeah, yeah. Connected over music and both ended up in LA and had compiled a lot of songs and decided to try and put a band around it. And we did and recorded and put it out. And next thing we knew, we were supporting acts. And wow. Seven years later, we've just kind of been doing the same thing write music and go play it. Write music, go play it. That's kind of interesting. I mean, did you guys like play on campus or were you more wait till you guys? Well, was we it did. more connected yeah, on we, LA? We actually did. Yeah. We started a little band called The Little Rascals. I the think. Little yeah, Rascals. Around one song. <laughs> Uh-huh. And, it was and Morning Light, wasn't it? Yeah, we played Morning Light, but it was, yeah, that's right, We're, Morning Light and that Amy song. Amy song, yeah. And then it was just kind of, I think we just enjoyed each other's company and singing yeah. together and playing guitar and drinking and, and now... Um, now we're dads and retired and we're not drinking as much and yeah. we're still playing guitar though both yeah. dads yeah, yeah. Man. tell me about your family max i got a five-year-old well i guess almost six and almost three and yep. and ty's got a little one 14 months nice congratulations yeah. guys you. yeah all girls and three girls oh my goodness girl I, girl girl dad band i'll pray for you guys <laughs> yeah. I, get, I get two guys and a girl oh you must miss them on the road yeah i see mine tomorrow and you're like oh, cool. three days away yeah very cool just a word from one of our sponsors and we'll be right back to the show are you a guide a lodge a fly shop or a business in the fly fishing industry give art hofford of bissell insurance agency a call art has industry specific insurance packages 
And he has specific liability packages for fly fishing guides, outfitters, and businesses in the outdoor industry. Once again, call Art Hoffert and you can find his information at BissellInsuranceAgency.com. Well, let's, I want to get back to how you guys kind of exploded on the scene and let you guys brag on your, you know, accomplishments here in one sec. But I want to talk a bit about fly fishing because I know our listeners want to know how you guys kind of tie into the fly fishing community. I said, Max, you said you grew up and done a bunch of fly fishing uh, as a kid. And how does that fly fishing tie into your life? Really, relationship-wise, I mean, it was learned from my grandpa and my father, and and it was just something that we've always cared for together and spent a lot of time doing. We would go up to Colorado in the summer, and it was something they both loved, and he taught my dad, and my dad taught me. And Very cool. Yeah, just one of those things. It's hard to really beat the one-on-one time of being in a stream together. Right. What was one of the memories of fly fishing with either your grandfather or your granddad that you can share with us? You know, was, there's a lot, especially with my dad. My grandfather, I always just remember him looking around more than he fished, to tell you the truth. I, that, I, you know, that's kind of me. And I loved that. Yeah, I loved watching him cast, and, and then he would just kind of look around and enjoy himself. Mm. It was, the quiet sport. Thing, yep. And then eating lunch. I remember eating lunch a lot with him on the side of the river. <laughs> it's a Just, patient sport. Yeah. You know, I don't mind my friend catching the bigger fish. Uh, I don't mind my friend fishing more than me. I, I like taking video. I like taking pictures. I like the camaraderie. There's, there's nothing like it. Uh, you can, as soon as you step into the water, you are not wherever you were before mm-hmm. you stepped into the water. And I... I haven't found anything that I connect to as much as that, where it just gives you that sensation of you're gone somewhere else. That's the coolest thing, yeah. It's hard to worry about your problems when you're trying to figure out how to get a brown trout to bite. Yeah, all of a sudden you've got one problem, (laughs) which is usually knots. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, well, mine's usually fixing my knot. (laughs) My fly in the tree. That's right, man. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. And how about you, Ty? What do you love about fly fishing? You know, I'm fairly new to it, I would say. I've done it a yeah. few times, but I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's one, as cheesy as it may sound, it is, you're very connected with nature when you're in the water. And and again, it's it's a community thing. You know, like you said, I don't, it doesn't really matter who catches the fish. You know, if someone does, it's a win. And if you don't, then you got to spend an incredible time out relaxing enjoying being outside it's also just crazy pulling a fish out of the water and knowing that somehow you were the one that i mean you captured a fish yeah you fooled it you fooled it and yeah, you're holding you, nature oh man well yeah. I, I did more just random fishing in the ponds behind the house catching bass or yeah. catfish and whatnot and that's something about pulling a trout it's like beautiful it's, it's gorgeous it is yeah. beautiful yeah and you want to put it right back into a, yeah let it go yeah i love that part too where would you love to get to on like a destination max if you could get to anywhere in the world and fly fish where i've always thought argentina would be awesome oh my goodness have you ever done that i haven't but i'd hate to tell you one of the guys i'm talking to right now is in patagonia argentina patagonia Whoa. and uh you know we're looking at the whole kind of spring creek you know rivers in the nature reserves in that like crystal clear bluish green tinge water a big brown trout and they've got these incredible big brook trout down in these ponds and lakes and he says you can just catch them all day long and they're just beautiful and the colors on these the colors on the brook trout in in Labrador are amazing. Don't get me wrong, but the ones that I'm seeing down in Argentina are just really I cool. I bet. Dang. I bet the people there, the guides and the anglers, are are special yeah. people too. They're really cool. The gauchos, and you can kind of mix in this whole estancia they call it, and oh yeah, they mix in like a horseback riding trip. And Ooh, they man, put, they, now that sounds tiring. 
at lunch they just pull out the table and the white you know the white linen cloth like right on the side of the river and they put the you know the bottle of malbec on top and you know you have this huge spread that's all appetizers and then they're while they cook up the actual meat for you jiminy christmas come on yeah so where that's you, where do you sign up for that <laughs> right here before the end of the yeah, day yeah. before the end of the podcast we'll get your credit card time. <laughs> that's all free that's, that's it's all free it's all free it's all free if you if you do podcasts or you play cool tunes it's all go. free all right but uh yeah they were talking about um you know mixing in this estancia thing and i told the guy you know i showed him we were on a zoom and i took out my camera and i showed him our new property has a barn and stuff and we we don't have horses but i can put six horses in there and uh Someday I'll get horses, but he, I told him I was a gaucho. A gaucho. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I was a gaucho. Where is this? This is in Boxford. It's like 20 minutes, uh, oh, like whoa. 30 minutes north of here. Cool. So, and you fish up here? There's like a lot of saltwater fishing around here, Ty, and yeah. you can kind of escape to trout up in Maine and Western Mass. Oh, and cool. There's, a, there's some good trout, but it's right around here. It's more stripers and cool yeah so it's 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 super fun but i do want to mix in actually i wanted to kind of circle back to your accomplishments here i mean i'm talking to hannah she said you guys were like number one i'm going to give you this free opportunity here to brag on yourself here because i want to know like how this all works as far as like the charts and stuff well i don't think we're number one at anything not what she say we're number one at uh, being awesome yeah, yeah well yeah. there you go okay <laughs> she said you guys were number one at being awesome guys <laughs> we're the most hospitable band <laughs> She said you were rising up the charts, I think is what yeah, I, I think. Yeah, we've got a I, song that's in the top 40. Is I think we just like number 15 in, on the alt, okay. alternative charts, which is cool. Okay. I mean, that's no small deal. It's been there for about a month, which is another yeah. accomplishment. Very cool. Yeah. Playing it a bunch. And uh, boy, it's selling tickets for us too. Good for you. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I want to talk a bit about this one song, Astronaut, and I want to click awesome. over to the uh, lyrics here real quick. That's just something that I think about. Instead of sleep, I try to figure out when to leave and start heading south for the long winter. On and on it goes. I'm a feather where the wind blows. I'm the weather in the evening afterglow. I can hear you say it gets better and better with the good days. Don't you let it go and rip your heart away. Now, you guys are going to do that a lot better tonight when I listen to you. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I've messed that song up two nights in a row, to tell you the truth. Well, tell me a bit about like the meaning behind that story, because we're going to play it for our listeners here in just a second. But tell, tell us a little bit about that song, because it's got a super cool kind of vibe to it. Oh, man, thanks. The song, in a nutshell, really starts at the front where it just says, I can't remember if you've asked or not, but I've been feeling like an astronaut. Okay. And... I think the whole thing I was thinking was just what we do traveling and being gone uh, is something that just no one really can relate to. And when you go home, you're home and, and it's the place you've been longing for. But once you land again, you feel very lonely because it's a hard thing to share with others that haven't that aren't doing it. That, wow. It just creates a very strange headspace. And so I think I was just feeling a little bit like gone in outer space like an astronaut. Yeah, man, just this life. It's just this life. It's crazy. It's I don't know if it's one we ever dreamed of, but it's it's the one that we chose and the one that we're in. And so that song's just kind of talking about that on and on and on it goes. It just never stops. You got this and you need this and you need to be here and you are here, but your mind's over there and whoo, it, it's tough sometimes. You forget where you are, honestly. Yeah. We were yeah. in Philly last night, Boston night, and then in two days we'll be in Nashville. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's weird. We cover some space. 
You yeah. know, I, I nowhere near anything like that. But you know, traveling with the fly fishing show and doing like the seven shows, and like next month we're in Belize, and then the following month I'm in Iceland. And amazing, yeah. So it's a cool life, but you know, it, you almost I almost have to like downplay it a little mm-hmm. bit because when I come back, you know, maybe that person wasn't in Belize or wasn't uh-huh. in Iceland. So oh, yeah. you know, you have to like not. Well, and the interesting thing I found is I think people get offended by that almost because yeah. i've done that same route where it's like i'm just not going to talk about it but i think what i found with my family is if it's on my mind or if there's something i want to share then right. uh share it tell them yeah. what you've been doing but it's more just the relation like it is relating to it just, yeah i can't remember if you asked or not but i've been feeling like an astronaut up and down yeah i'm enough searching for me to jump over to the next song real quick here that we want to talk about and that's um head right that's the songs, song right? well yeah. that's the song that's that's on radio yeah that song i think you can really uh, anyone can relate to yeah um not necessarily having to be the road right I mean, we're all on the the quote, journey unquote, journey yeah. yeah for sure but this one like he's saying it's it's just a headspace that it's hard to got to get your head right you know what i related to that song a bit about guys right now is you hear about like mental health now mm-hmm. but i that's what i kind of relate is like get your head right do you need to kind of connect with someone do you need a friend do you need to was that in the writing at all yeah or? very much i mean I, we we're just always talking about that there's no there's no point in doing this if you're not enjoying it and it's a very conscious decision that you've got to make just to enjoy where you are or else you're wasting the one thing we have which is time i hide my hope inside my heart until i'm home again i told you once but i was lying what's the fuss you seem all right i'm getting to one every dip i'm holding heat against my hip There's one more song I want to play for our listeners. Is uh, This is such a cool song. It has so much chill and so much vibe to it. It's called uh, Take Some Time. Oh, yeah. Nice. The hook on this song is just ridiculous, by the way. what was What's that all about? I think in, in that moment when I was writing that, I was, we were in a predicament that I, we were a little bit afraid to take a risk on something that we knew we needed to do. I think that, that song was a little bit of just a defense for something that I felt like I needed to do. I needed to get past a decision and, and see what life was like on the other side of it. Wow. 
Isn't that what all of our lives are? I mean, it's like daily. Like, how many times a day do we have to make those decisions? And it sounds like this was a big one. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, I feel like the kind of the essence of the tune, though, really is just we all have enough time to think through things. And when there are large decisions, you shouldn't ever feel like you're not allowed to take your time to make them because it's not about doing it fast. It's about doing it well. And, yeah, that was something I needed to do, do well. Were you happy with the decision you made? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Always am. You know, if you take some time, seek counsel, and, yeah. and really go through it, it, it usually goes out the way you want it to. Well, we're going to play that song. Uh, let our listeners listen just to just a bit of it. Take some time to get it off your chest. Yeah, take it and give it a rest. You and I were just doing our best. Before I let you guys go, Ty, I want you to share with us your favorite place that you've ever had a chance to go fishing. We were actually on the road, and I've got a good cousin that was going to Arkansas, and there's a, I forget where he works, but he was working on a little compound, if you will, for fly fishing specifically. And so he took a few of us out, out in Bentonville, I think maybe like 20 miles outside in Arkansas. Wow. And that was, that was just what the the doctor ordered that day yeah we needed that do you remember what type of fish were you guys were going for or brown trout the brown trout yeah. okay do you guys did you have much success we caught a couple nothing you, big nothing big nothing but it was, big but it wasn't you know we didn't it was time with him which was sweet yeah he's a he's a my wife's cousin and so we're we got to spend alone time with one another which is it's always special isn't that the coolest thing about fly fishing and fishing in general and just having friends is you can go out and spend Man. some time on the water catch a couple brown trout and have a great memory yeah how, yeah, totally. how about you max I think always it'll be that little bellow stream in Creed, Colorado, uh, yeah. right off the Rio Grande. Uh, it's just it just was so wonderful, great size, and that's where I grew up fishing. So that's kind of where my mind always goes when I think about it. Very cool. Well, I hear that warm up band getting warmed up down there, and guys, it's been awesome. I can't wait to hear you guys play tonight. Enjoy the rest of the time on the road, and good luck with everything. Maybe we'll see you down the road. And uh, Thanks, thanks, for, man, thanks for having us, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob, yeah. You've been listening to Fly Fishing Journeys with your host, Rob Giannino. To be notified of new episodes, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. For past episodes, check out flyfishingjourneys.com. Fly fishing is a journey, and we're glad you're on this journey with us. <laughs>